and I could have used my jizzy finishing <laughs> hair cream. You could have. And we have it's come full circle <laughs> back to my jizzy hair cream. I think we should end it there. Yeah, that's, that's I think jizz is a good place to end on. Yep. Isn't it always? <laughs> What's up, guys? This is Bees Nest Podcast, a place where I talk about all things pop culture and lifestyle and just whatever is really floating my boat at any point in time. Not going to make my usual sponsorship joke right off the top today because who knows? Maybe there's one in the works. Maybe not. There are going to be a lot of fun things on today's episode. I'm going to be joined by beauty editor and TV expert Bahar Nirmwala. You've seen her on City Line, The Maryland Dennis Show, Breakfast Television, and Global. You've seen her in print with The Kit and Globe and Mail, as well as on her own beauty breakdowns that you can watch on her Instagram. She's going to teach me all the things I don't know about beauty and skincare, which is a lot. So it might be a very long show. Today's episode also has the introduction of a segment I'm going to call Talking to Myself, because I do it a lot. And it's actually the thing that inspired me to start this podcast. I never noticed how much I talked to myself, really, until the pandemic started and I was working from home. Instead of thinking things to myself or asking my coworkers questions, I'd actually just say everything out loud and eventually started answering myself back because there was no one else to do it. Even on a lunchtime walk outside, I'd find myself listening to some of my favorite podcasts and commenting on them out loud, outside, in the world where people could hear me and see me, for sure. I like to think I'm not really alone in this, but I also understand if it makes me sound crazy. Somehow, it's less crazy with a mic in front of your face. So I put one there and boom, a new hobby, this podcast. Another new hobby of mine during this crazy time has been collecting beauty products that I have almost zero use for. I'm talking fake eyelashes, eyeliner stamps, tanning serums. Where am I going? that I need to look so friggin' put together. Not a clue. Nowhere, I'm going nowhere. So actually, yeah, okay, I do have a clue. I was a total late bloomer in life when it came to beauty. Despite having a mom who dabbled as a makeup artist back in the day, I was never actually able to figure out how those girls in high school looked so friggin' flawless all the time. In the 20 odd years I've been messing around with beauty and skincare, I've been through a lot. I've put my face, my hair, my skin through a lot. I've had bleach blonde hair. I've had a pixie cut. I had a perm. I've painted my face with foundation, using like an actual, like almost paintbrush sized makeup brush. I've had paper thin eyebrows. I'm so happy they actually grew back in. I had a nose ring. For three months while I was an intern at Fashion Magazine, I wore fake eyelashes every day. I have to say that was probably at the height of my powers because after about a month, I was able to put them on so quickly. I've lost that talent now because I haven't done it for a very long time. I've also experimented with every brand of cleanser on the planet and toners and moisturizers. And even after all that, I've probably only had quote unquote, perfect skin for maybe five full days of my adult life. Not consecutively either. I'd say when it comes to hair, 
I probably only learned how to perfectly wave my hair about six years ago using a wand instead of a curler. I still have no idea how to use a curler properly. I always get that kink at the end. That's only an idea, really, of all the weird shit I've done to myself over the years. I'd love to hear what you've done to yourself, what you've put your own skin and hair through, and body. I mean, you know, there's waxing, threading, that honey beeswax, whatever it was for a bit. They said it was less painful than waxing. That was bullshit. Drop me a note. I want to hear what you guys are doing to yourselves, what you've done to yourself, because everything has its time and popularity. I still love eyelash extensions. I haven't done it in a while because, again, not going anywhere, also very costly. The first time I did eyelash extensions was probably when I was in high school. I got them done for $60 in the back room of a nail salon. It was the first time I had ever heard, seen, anything like that. And it took a while, took about three hours. And they, they touched my eyebrows. They were pretty long. Obviously, obviously very long. Like from far away, it looked like I was gonna do a Broadway production. My mom teased me about them so much that I actually took a scissor to them to cut them down. I thought I could do it, make it still look pretty natural. Nope, just had one length blunt eyelashes and then I eventually got sick of them and pulled them out. I know, not good to do. But those are just some of the things. Send me a note, you can hit me up at the Bianca T or at Bees Nest Podcast. Anyway, that's just a little bit about me and my obsession with beauty despite my lack of talent at any of it. It's probably why I'm in the industry I'm in And it is most definitely why I asked Bahar to be on an episode of this podcast, almost before it had even become a real-life podcast. We're going to be talking about everything beauty-related. So swipe on, a little bit of lady danger, the real ones will know, and let's go! Hi, Bahar! Hey, how's it going? I'm good, how are you? (laughs) Good, thank you, love. I'm excited to be here to talk all things beauty and otherwise with you yeah you're the most beautiful person I know so that makes me sad for you but <laughs> bless you for saying that yeah <laughs> me. I like it three is actually a, a very auspicious number in the world of auspiciousness oh, oh yeah the world of auspiciousness that's right it's but it's no it's good times three's good three solid Three is usually the number of people that will die in a horror film before, like, you know, the protagonist actually takes action. It's a good number. Okay. <laughs> Three podcasts have to die. So this, this is the third podcast that will die a horrible death. Number four is going to be good. You know, you know how it goes. Sorry, babe. Not so almost you, but not quite you. The That's next all one. right. We'll I'm see. good with it. I'm good to push forward the agenda. Tell me a little, give me your background. Tell me a little bit about you. Uh, I like things that you put on your face, usually makeup oriented things. I have for a very long time. I stumbled into uh, beauty editing and beauty experting after 10 years in advertising and marketing in Toronto. Um, I was a big city girl working at agencies and that was fun. 
And then I got canned at one one morning. And I was like, whoa, what's this feeling? And I had just moved to downtown Toronto. So that was one of those, what am I going to do? I have to pay rent. I'm not going back to Lummy. And then um, on the same day, someone who knew someone who knew someone, because that's always how this, these stories go, uh, reached out to me to do these beauty videos for the Globe and Mail. And I just lost a job. So I was like, okay, like, sure. You want me to put makeup on people on video? Well, what else am I going to do? Um, fast forward a little bit uh, after getting the gig. Um, Marilyn Dennis decides to uh, break away and start her own show and then they have an open casting call for experts and a friend of mine is like you should go and do that and I'm like I don't care to be on television I really could care less I need to have some sort of job was what I was thinking <laughs> like something stable where I make money um, fast forward I ended up applying and uh, I got the gig and I was like oh that's interesting and then um, fast forward a little bit more I've now been on a boatload of Canadian shows, um, including now where I, I, let's say, where I have a residence at CityLine, where I get to do like their digital beauty editing, which is kind of fun because I get to talk about stuff I like, weird stuff, not just like, here's the new beauty for the month. So um, that's what I do now. And uh, I don't really like to call myself an expert because I don't think there is such a thing as an expert. Ever, ever. <laughs> uh, but uh, People send me stuff and I get to rip open things and put them on myself and say, I like it. I don't like it, but I take it a step beyond now because I'm a grown up and I actually do a ton of ingredient investigation and reading up on claims and going through uh, research reports on separate ingredients from formulation. So now I'm living in a space where I'm in my mind, a pretend scientist. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun. There are so many things that you said that I have to go back to now because we met when you were at the Globe and Mail. Yes, we did. Oh my God. I've known you for a very long time. Yeah, a very God. long time. You were doing those beauty videos when I arrived. I was there to archive. So interesting. <laughs> so, yes. <Wow>. So cool. <laughs> when was I, this? I don't. Oh God. Yeah. Two thousand and. Nine, ten, oh my something God. like that. Ten maybe. years ago? <gasps> yeah. Gross. I, so <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say happy anniversary or something, but okay. Oh my God, it's our Gross. ten year anniversary. That's ten. That's fine. That's, that's ten. ten, that's fine. I started there to archive the entire lifestyle section that they had online. Mm -hmm. I don't remember <laughs> how or why. It, it just needed to be archived. And so I was implanting all of these lifestyle stories in somewhere else on the internet. <laughs> and I came across you and your beauty videos. And I said to myself, I need to be friends with that girl. You're adorable. Why and I think I ambushed be... you in the, in the room where you were filming. And I was just like, can I help? Can I do anything? Do you need me to pass you things? Can I just, can I just stand here in the wings? It's and so you were like, yeah, that's great. You such a wonderful assistant. Really? <laughs> and that was the beginning of our beautiful story. That's true. I've known you for quite a long time. I, I attempted to recruit you to write freelance stories for like a nickel a story when I was doing work. <laughs> I remember. I did I, it. Yeah, I got stories for that you nickel. Did. The only good stories that were ever on beautydesk.com, which Thank I you. think is now defunct. I don't think they've posted anything in the past like two to three years. But They couldn't follow up my story about bleaching my butthole. 
<laughs> Look, I think these are the stories people needed to hear, and you were the right person to get them out there. God that was bless my you. spotlight. <laughs> Literally. Hey, um. <laughs> <laughs> bless you for being a trailblazer. I shut down the website. They were like, dear God. <laughs> this game, this can't happen. Set this website on fire. It will no longer be. God bless you for doing that. So as a beauty editor, you mentioned you're getting all these products. I've mm -hmm. always wondered, how long do you give a product before you can come to a conclusion about it? That's a great question because um, back in the day, let's say three, four years ago, uh, for me, it would be like what I think is happening now with the onset of a lot of influencers and then people who've given themselves the beauty expert title, um, where you open up a package, you look at the color of the package and you're like, that's nice. And then you take off the lid and you put some on your back of your hand, regardless of what the product is meant for. <laughs> you put it on the back of your hand, rub it around and you smell it again. You're like, that's nice. And then you're like, wow, I love this. Now... My rule is, you want to launch something and tell me about it. The only way I'm going to share that information with anyone who's listening to what it is I have to say is I'll tell people something new is on the market, but I'm not going to give it my personal thumbs up or any actual, it does this claim, uh, I guess, like legitimacy until like, like a solid month. Mm -hmm. I got to slap something on. I got to put it through my hair. It has to go through stress tests. Like I have naturally curly hair, but I straighten it. So if I'm using a straightening balm, well, guess what? I got to put that straightening balm on, go through the process of blow drying my hair and potentially be in weather outside, not just sitting inside my house because mm -hmm. I don't live in a magazine. I live in the real world. So for me, especially skincare, it's got to be like a solid four weeks of slapping on, taking off, slapping on, taking off. Right. When I was in high school going through every single cleanser on the face of the earth, <laughs> I would give things mm, a solid 48 hours. And then if I didn't wake up with like perfect teenage, as they tell you, you're supposed to have dewy ass skin. <laughs> I was like, well, this enormous bottle that cost me $98 is trash. That's right. It's going in the skincare graveyard. Do you know that how you feel about things is no different than anyone of almost any age right now when it comes to how they purchase skincare? Unless someone is hyper brand loyal, and they believe in the brand and all the things that the brand is doing. And, or maybe they've seen results 10 years ago from one product. So they believe everything else. Yeah, we all go through the same thing of, so you promised me this and then I used it. But like for oxy pads, people think like immediately my pimples and blackheads will <laughs> magically disappear. No, it can take six weeks for something like that acid to actually work. Yeah, and most people are like, I don't have the patience. Yeah. And a lot of people think if you pay, like you mentioned, 98 bucks, you're thinking if you pay a lot for something, well, it better work right now. <laughs> and if only, if then we wouldn't, if that was true, we really wouldn't be spending that much money on beauty as we do. Yeah. How perfect would it have been if we had all known at the start of this pandemic that we had five, six months <laughs> to sit around the house? I would have, I would have tried everything all over again because yeah. you have that five, six weeks 
where nobody is looking at your face that is now covered in boils. <laughs> That's right. All the pustules and the hairs and the warts. Now you have to have to scrape them off with magical creams and potions and lotions. Exactly. That's a very, very fair thought. I have been purchasing all kinds of beauty products, mostly from Instagram ads, if I'm being honest, <laughs> um, to try during this pandemic. And I wanted to go over them with you and get what you think about them. I think you should hit me up. Let's go. Do it. I, I love it. Let's start with what you're touching. Yeah, let's start with the thing that I can't stop poking, which is my fake eyelashes. So I mentioned off the top of the show um, that when I was working as an intern at Fashion Magazine, I used to put on fake eyelashes every single day. Glue. But just like the little ones right at the outer corner of my eyes gave me like a very gentle cat eye. And I got so good at it. Could do it in my sleep. I don't want to give you nightmares, but I was using the same fucking pair the entire three months. <laughs> I had to peel off the glue, but I, I would rather die than throw those out. And that's okay. <laughs> okay, good. good. Yeah, right. As long as you're cleaning off the glue and cleaning them, that stuff's okay. Peeling off the glue, and that was the majority of it. All right, all right. Since Let's then, move on. <laughs> since then, I have never been able to reapply fake eyelashes. So I've been buying ones that allegedly are easier to do. Right now I'm wearing magnetics and it's not the, the magnets that they stick to each other on either side. Yes. Which I have those two. They didn't work. Mm -hmm. These ones are magnetic to the liquid eyeliner. Yes. And as you can see, <laughs> one corner keeps <laughs> popping off. They're actually, I will say they work pretty well they were very very easy the problem is that all three pairs that came in the box that i ordered are liza minnelli sized okay they're huge so as soon as i opened it i was like great never gonna wear these <laughs> but they don't look too bad on camera for photos and online stuff these look wonderful thank they you they look really lovely and because they're not the ones that snap together like magnet up and then another strip lash with magnets below these ones actually have a much easier time at sitting closer to your lash line because of that glue that has magnets in it that's supposed to hold the lash together so it, actually the idea of the ones that come with magnetic liner are definitely the ones i would say that's a good a better place to you know throw your money away on a random thing you want to try nice. um did you trim these by Placing them on your eye, measuring your eye, and then trimming the edge. You did. So God bless you. And that's why, that's why your right eye is gently drifting off. Yeah, one's trying to escape. It's almost at my ear at this point. And the reason that, that well, at least one major reason that that could be, is that this is actually just too long for the shape of your uh, eye right now. So it physically, it can't sit against that magnetic liner that you put on and that's why it's pushed away and it's kind of coming off so it's not at all a loss as far as i'm concerned all you got to do is take them and then trim like centimeter by centimeter which is actually <laughs> a lot away and then reapply yeah. how much did you pay for these i don't freaking remember <laughs> probably too much no they were you know what these were these were an amazon buy maybe 30 bucks for three pairs that's pretty they're good. All the and with, they're all the same size, though. But that's okay. You have to cut them to... Oh, sorry. They're all the exact same lash. 
Yeah, like it's the same oh. huge volume up to my eyebrows when my eyes are open all the way. But you have big eyes. You can get away with this stuff anyways. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Cute little doe-eyed. Oh. So cute. Okay. Just invited you on <laughs> for all these compliments. For the compliments. Yeah. Um, okay, so the second thing I bought, also off Amazon. Amazon has the weirdest shit. And also the best at the same time. And also time. the you know? best shit. Oh, yeah. Um, this is called <laughs> the flick stick. <laughs> oh, <what> is it? <laughs> the vibrator. No. <laughs> no, it is an eyeliner stamp. It's okay. a cat eyeliner stamp. Cute. So I have two. One is the right eye, one is the left eye. Just the, the little flick out for the cat. Mm-hmm. And I stamp it. And uh-huh. then I have, um an eyeliner, a liquid liner that I join the two. On the other end? Yes. So it's double-ended? Yeah. So it's two sticks, both double-ended, right eye, left eye, stamp. So I pull my eye to the side. Mistake so I- number one. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I stamp it and uh-huh. I do like a side to side. I don't know how to describe it, but like I stamp and I make sure one end hits it and then I roll it. And then the other just, just like you would rubber stamp on a piece of paper when you're signing out a book. Yeah, I get it. Trying to make sure that all the ink goes to the place it's supposed to. Sure. You're so good at this. I get it. <laughs> and then I try to join it up with the liner. Doesn't always work. Okay. One side is always the most beautiful cat eye you've ever seen. Yeah. The other side is a smudged garbage fire trash. So almost you can say... For the majority of people out there who try to use liquid liner and try to do a little flick, the same results as with using these two separate stamps and liners. I like that. I love, I didn't even think about it. I love that you're like, but there's two of them. I'm like, why would there be two? Because (laughs) one's for the left eye and then one's for the right eye. Number three is, this was actually, I spent over $30 for this. This is Isle of Paradise self-tanning drops. Uh-huh, uh-huh. For your face. Yeah, I know, I know how obsessed you are with the tan and the lash. God bless you. And so I think this one has been doing pretty well. I've noticed like a very gradual, small tanning change to my face. I add it, you're, you have to add it with moisturizer, one drop. Sometimes uh-huh. two if I'm feeling crazy. Uh-huh. Um, but I will say uh, a couple weeks ago, I went to get my hair dyed and she got a little bit on my forehead and she scrubbed it off. And she scrubbed off a piece of my friggin' tan. That's self-tanner for you. And I was like, hey, yeah. man. <laughs> now you have to paint that specifically on with a little brush. It's taking me four weeks to work up to this color. Can I ask a question? Of course. Can you look at the first three ingredients on, the, on that ingredient list for me? Oh, no. No, no, just out of curiosity. Water. Yep. I'm so <laughs> hydrated. <laughs> Woo, all right. Dihydroxyacetone. That's the the stuff that is going to cause the tanning stuff. And the third ingredient. Third ingredient, alcohol denat. Okay. That's an okay alcohol in your skincare. What's your fourth ingredient? Glycerin. What's your fifth ingredient? Polysorbate, 80. Is that too high? (laughs) (laughs) Is that too much of that damn poly? You want to keep it around 50, guys. That's a general self-tanning formula, usually when it comes to uh, face-oriented products, especially. 
Um, your glycerin's a good thing because it probably has a nice slippery feel to it. Like it's probably not uh, super drying if you were to take it and put it right on the back of your hand, which is great. Mm. Um, the second ingredient is the stuff that's going to add that little bit of, you know, color shift, which is a great. Um, there's a preservative. That's the alcohol in there. That's cool. So it's not going to go rancid on you real quick. My only thought is what's in your moisturizer that it tells you just drop it into your general moisturizer because some people use oil-based moisturizers, right? Or facial oil as their moisturizer and mixing in a number one ingredient water-based product into that is going to make either a slippery mess. It could dumb down some of the good stuff that you want to happen with that self tanner in it. Um, I would actually say, even if you want to try, skip the moisturizer part, like the mixing and put like two or three drops of this goo because it has that glycerin into the palm of your hand, rub it around. So it's all, all over your hand and work that into a moist face. Like after you've cleansed and put something on and then, so your face is a little damp, you might get a little bit more of a bump up of that color happening. So purchase number four okay. from Instagram was this braided headband that I'm wearing. It, which is very cute. And Thank you. Not at all the wrong color for your hair. <laughs> it's a little bit lighter. Yeah, Only because it's sitting at the roots. I may I don't know. I ordered it to match the ends of my hair apparently. That's good that you ordered a headband <laughs> to match the end of your hair. That's good. That's good. All right. Well that's your feeling on that, I guess. <laughs> I look, I was looking at those actually before and because I'm letting all my gray hair come through, I had a hard time trying to find a braided headband to hold my hair back that had both gray and also black, and then potentially whatever weird brown, random blonde nonsense I have going through the ends of my hair. I, I totally understand. Like, it's almost like you're buying partially blind when you're looking for hair color matches online. So it looks great as long as it holds your hair back. That's all that matters. Thank you. It doesn't. <laughs> it looks okay. It's my cute. problem too is that it looked a lot wider like it looked like a thicker braid on instagram yes. yes they fooled me they got me yeah they they do that's what they do instagram fools you no matter what they're selling whether or not it's sponsored or otherwise but the the influencer that i bought it off of she had the the code so i got 15 percent off. so it's fine oh wonderful she didn't get a kickback from that at all that's good <laughs> yeah that's good whatever so i didn't pay full price so mm -hmm. i basically made money bahar her and i both <laughs> made money <laughs> it's a win-win so shut up. And number five, another Amazon buy. <laughs> I love it. I just stopped giving money to Amazon, actually. People are going to no, hear no. this and be like, do just you watch the thing. news? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bezos loves you. It's good. He does. He's going to give me some money. Um, <laughs> this is finishing hair cream. Mm -hmm. So it's that thing from all the ads where you put your hair in a ponytail and it looks like a mascara wand and you slick back all the flyaways. Okay. Now, it has the consistency of jizz. <laughs> That's a good descriptor on uh, for uh, if I'm for being a website benefit. Honest. <laughs> what is the color? It's clear. Okay, that's okay then. Can you? Okay, can you hear that? Oh God. It's <laughs> turning into one of those AMSRPRQT <laughs> videos, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, it's just really thick and goopy. Okay. 
and it hardens in your oh, hair. Like a gel hardens? Like a gel, like another type of fluid. <laughs> fluid, sure. yes. Uh-huh. Okay, so okay. I've used it. I used it today, and I just find, first of all, and this is, this might be just me. Um, you have to comb your hair if you're going to use this. Okay. Because <laughs> so I put snag- it through my hair that I have not combed, and it'll pull hair out. Okay, okay. So it'll comb rough. your hair for you. Nice. And I did not care for the feeling of it. That's fair. And then it hardens and it's like crispy now. Okay. So, I don't can know, I is it worth a, it? <laughs> well, can I ask a question about flyaways before yeah. this might have been on your radar? Would you have, like, if you're putting your hair in a bun or a ponytail or just back, like, like if it's a braid and you're trying to get rid of those flyaways, would you use a little bit of gel on your palm and slick it back? Would you have ever done that before? No. Then this is pointless. <laughs> Then this, yeah, this product is pointless for you. If you don't care about the flyaways, yet you were to try this flyaway product, the reality is you want to keep all those hairs around your hairline kind of back. You got to slap on a lot of stuff to make it look like you got nothing on. That's the magic of beauty. (laughs) What I would do is just wear about 15 bobby pins. Okay. In and around my head. Very conspicuous. Does not look like I just, oh, this is just my messy bun. I'm just on my way to yoga. <laughs> this is like I scrounged around into the couch cushions to find all these bobby pins. <laughs> I started the year out with seven million. I'm down to four. <laughs> my toddler walked around this morning holding one up to her face like a mustache. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, that's gold in your hand. So that's my problem with flyaways is that I wear so many bobby pins. I, I own hairspray. I don't know why I don't use it, but there you go. I saw this and I was like, ah, oh, the magic fix. And it's Real. gross yeah. and yeah. crinkly and crusty. And slightly the word you used in the beginning to, to describe it. Jizzy. There it's you said jizzy. not me. Wasn't me. Was you. So I think that's not a bad, bad haul. Thank you. Have you bought anything crazy over the pandemic? I didn't buy anything crazy. No, I bought a lot of stuff that uh, I think I had time for all of a sudden to sit down and look at. And what I did was actually buy stuff that's a little bit more on the more affordable, we'll say cheaper, but no brands don't like to hear the word cheaper associated with their brand. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's, this, there's this line called the Inky List, which is available at Shoppers Drug Mart right now. It's exclusive to Shoppers because Shoppers is really good at putting that squeeze on brands. So they have uh simple straightforward skincare i don't even know if i have i don't have anything physically in front of me i'm good like that but um they have a few uh niacinamide is an antioxidant which is really good for your skin it's also now becoming the new hip thing heads up it was gonna say that's that's the buzzword right now i that's right someone told me that word a couple weeks ago and i attempted to spell it (laughs) because i wanted to write it down to buy something with it in it I, I used a lot of vowels. <laughs> I think I put a Z in there. Is there a Z? No, but that's okay. Cool. Antioxidants are fine with being used and abused. They're good that way. And I also actually wanted to test out uh, the difference between Shoppers Drug Mart and Sephora because they're now trying to compete in that beauty space. I wanted to see who gets here faster. What does the packaging come with? Uh, what about the free samples? Because they're offering the same like free sample nonsense too. Um, so it came pretty quickly. It was pretty good. Um, 
And all of this super affordable Inkula stuff was actually great. I bought a Lego version of myself. I did that. You have a Lego version of yourself? Yeah. Want to see? Yeah, obviously. I bought one that, well, also because if you think about it, these Lego versions technically will look like anyone you kind of say that they look like. So I made sure that the t-shirt has my name on it. Oh, and it's That's got a cool. hairbrush. Yeah, and a bottle of sunscreen. Because, well, that's yeah, the one thing I yell about. So We haven't even was, gotten to the SPF portion of today. We, we, we haven't. It's going to be a rant. It's we just going to be you yelling at me to wear more SPF. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this magic ingredient, Naya Mesamonide, <laughs> Naya Glycerinicide. That's a good one, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Niacinamide. 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 Will it help me with my newfound skin fear, which is we're all wearing masks now. Yeah. So I feel like when I'm out in public and I pass by someone, mm-hmm. they're not able to see that I'm doing that polite smile thing. So I have to really scrunch my face to let <laughs> them know I am smiling underneath this mask. And I feel like we're all going to have crow's feet from it by the end of it. Uh uh-huh. Will Naima Nassinide help me? <laughs> um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you need topical help or help mentally from the from the inside out for this problem. Um, I have not come across anyone who has described any situation of mask wearing to be like. So I'm trying to convey to the person that I'm smiling. So I'm making things happen with my eyes. Um, my whole you know- face just <laughs> tenses up. I'm trying to smile. <laughs> But like a friendly smize, and it's just all in my crow's feet and my my forehead. You could try putting a thumbs up. You know that that's okay, right? Okay, let me sh- that face that I made just there. This is like the hardest I can smile. Yeah, that's what I'm doing to people, happy. but they can't see my Joker smile. <laughs> they can only see it expressed in my eyes, which I assume is horrifying. Uh huh. They're probably like, "Dear God, I think she's holding in a sneeze." <laughs> so there's another reason why maybe you don't need to go to these lengths to let people know uh, you're not angry or about to attack them while wearing your mask, right? Okay. We're all wearing masks. Yeah. Don't I, thought, say- I thought I was knocking on the door of like, this will be the 2021 problem. Like I gave myself crow's feet from smiling so hard at people. I can see that. I can see that being a headline on people.com. Yeah, or Us Weekly. Absolutely. That would be the headline there. But in the rest of the world. I have to pitch it first. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What are your feelings on Botox? Because maybe that's my next step with my aggressive smiling. Botox for your uh, crow's feet. So your eyes can't move as much. Is that what you want to do? Yeah, you heard me. Those words. (laughs) Does that put it into perspective for you? Yeah. What about my forehead? I'm starting to get little lines. Yeah, like most humans do. You're starting to get a line on your body. That's strange. I don't so... want to look like a human, Bahar, obviously. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I want to look like a robot woman. Oh, perfect. Then I say needle up. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, just like instead of like a shotgun approach the way most uh, people do with Botox, like machine gun it. Just <laughs> get it sprayed all over your face. Make sure nothing moves. And then you're good for the next uh, five, six years. It's only because... I'm so expressive 
and I think I put I think I put my face through a lot with the faces that I make. <laughs> and so recently in posting my last podcast that I did, I posted a clip that was a video and I had an excruciating time trying to pick a still as like the cover photo because my face was just constantly moving. Every time I paused it, I would be making a weird ass face. <laughs> and I, maybe my face needs to be a little bit frozen. Maybe it just needs to stop moving so much. Maybe you just need to stop moving for two <laughs> seconds. Hold on, let's do this now. Are you ready? There you go, smile, and I'll do a little bit of a smile like a <laughs> I love it. And there you go, okay, there's, there's your, the, there you go. I gotta mark down the time, there's the that's, cover photo. <laughs> that's your thumbnail, that's your cover, and now go ahead and continue expressing and using your face. Thank you. What are some of your biggest do's and don'ts for, for skincare and beauty? I think this applies actually skincare, hair care, body care, everything. Please stop putting everything on yourself all at once, thinking I have to have, like we know how we hear that, oh, Korean beauty, 15-step skincare routine. Okay. <laughs> it's not just that there's 15 steps and that means they just use 15 different products and slap them on their face. They're actually doing something specific and they're doing it in a specific order in an attempt, and really at the end of the day, it's all about getting uh, water and hydration into the upper uh, surface level of your skin because that's what makes your skin look plump and dewy and younger. It's, uh, and I think what happened when, the, when we heard about that in North America is that everyone was like, what, now I have to buy 15 products to put on my face? <laughs> and what they're doing is putting on like exfoliating acid, physical acid, two moisturizers, facial oil, three toners, four cleansers. And they're like, does that count? I can't, is that 15 altogether, right? <laughs> I just so, need to hit the number. What it is doesn't matter. That's right. I think that's how people are reacting around it. And then they're like, but that's also too much money. And oh my God, some of those 15 steps in that Asian skincare routine are actually the same product repeated like after a new introduction of a product and a new introduction. And really it's, it's about like, facial sprays. Like it's about putting mists and waters. That could be five of, the, of those 10 steps that mm. equals 15. So that's a little bit less, I guess, intimidating, but you don't have to do that. That's just one methodology of how some people like to take care of their skin. Just pay attention to whatever it is that, you know, you need or you, yeah, sorry, what you need at this moment. I won't say what you want because the want is what gets us in trouble. Oh yeah. Yeah. The want is me being like, 15 products? Yeah, sold. That's right. I want it. I want it I don't all. know what they are, but give them to me. <laughs> that's, that's straight. They'll strip the skin be... right off my face? <laughs> Let's good. start fresh. I love it. <laughs> all right. What if we do a bit of rapid fire and you tell me your picks for these products? Go for it. All right. Oh, go. Oh. Oh. I know. I think. Go for it. Go for it. Hit me with your favorite SPF. Oh, that's a toughie because that's the one thing where you give it to me and I'm like sold. Like, let's just slap <laughs> it on. What's your magic number? Uh, 30, which I'm trying to actually work up to 50. Um, so the deal with SPF numbers, uh, heads up for anyone who needs to, to know, SPF stands for Sun Protection Factor, which is a whole bunch of fun calculations based on the ingredients that are doing the blocking of the sun in your uh, skincare formula, in your sunblock formula. Um, the difference of what a 50 
versus a 60 or 70 or 100 can block in percentages is rather small. It goes up, I think, by randomly two or three percent. Hmm. Um, but uh, the difference between a 30 and a 50, maybe also like a five percent difference, the difference between like an eight and a 30, that's when you're getting a big disparaging number. So 30 is a solid recommendation to start with, but I do aim for for a, for a 50 if I can. It's just a 50 with synthetic, what, what are known as synthetic sunblockers, and then physical sunblockers. Uh, that's when it gets a little bit tough. And we all know that famous white cast when you're using a sunblock, that comes from what sometimes people call physical sunblockers, which are zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. Those are the two guys that are like minerals and minerals, they're like rocks and all this other stuff, right? So it's crushed down to powder form, but it leaves the, a white cast on your skin. And for anyone who has even the mildest, like you're a medium Caucasian skin tone and beyond all the rest of the different shades in, in the world, you're going to get a white cast on your skin. Back to our rapid fire questions. Oh my God, that was the least rapid of all the fires. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll be better. I'll be so better. Go that on. Was I'll a, do it that was a really sweet slow burn. <laughs> Sorry, it's just SPF. It's the passion. Remember, like my Lego, my Lego. That's me right. Your Lego character has SPF. Love me. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known putting that in my rapid fire was stupid. All right. Favorite moisturizer? I have two. Um... One is higher priced and one is a little bit more niche. Laneige uh, Water Bank, I think it's the gel cream because it has a really lovely consistency. Um, I think you can find it at Sephora. And then the other one is actually from a Calgary-based facialist who also has her own skincare line that she makes. She's also like a chemist. She's so cool. Her name is Annie Graham and the brand is called Exo Skincare. And she has this little bottle of white and black happiness called Moisture Mass. This is super thumbs up. Um, you can use it during summertime because it's very light. But if you also put like a drop or two of a facial oil in it, you would be able to use that same formula with a drop or two in the wintertime. Um, favorite cleanser? Uh, another one from EXO Skincare. It's, she has an O, which is meant for one skin type, and an X, which is meant for another skin type. She's so smart. I love her. Um, the X is what I'm using right now. It's a very low cleanser. And then on a super affordable level as well, uh, CeraVe's uh, foaming facial cleanser, because we're wearing masks all the time and we had a nasty hot summer like we usually do in Toronto. Um, all that heat and humidity was causing some extra little dermatitis around my face. Uh, that has been a nice, super affordable drugstore available skin savior. So I like that guy. Uh, okay, let's do makeup. Mascara. Uh, my favorite mascara of all time is Lancome's Definicil. So it's a pricey one, which I usually don't recommend people spend so much on stuff that's like more expirable or will expire quickly. But um, throughout my 20s and 30s and crack now I'm 40, that is hands down, has never let me down. But like whether or not I've, I'm having a bad lash month where my lashes are thin, or whether I've used a lash curler or not, that stuff is magical. Shout out to people who pay attention to the expiry dates. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, eyeliner. Um, 
inexpensive side, uh, I know you'll remember this from just going randomly and like standing in that shopper's drug mart aisle, Marcel and Annabelle, Hell super yeah. affordable. Yeah. yeah. Super affordable. Super great. Especially when it comes to lip liners too, like all over the place. They're great. Um, some of the, let's say more nicer, better malleable, newer stuff. Again, Fenty's uh, fly pencil. Those are a very nice, especially because they're shaped like little triangles. Do so you remember when you were in like grade school and they were trying to teach you how to hold a pencil? They put that rubber triangle. It's like yes! one of those where I'm like, that's actually like, that was really smart, like really smart. Um, so those are really nice. And lipstick. Uh, I'm not a lipstick wearer, so that's a tough one for me. I really can't do it. Like I put on lipstick and then I blot it and then I basically wipe it off and leave the house. <laughs> You're like, that's, that's what I do. My, my, my thing in life for myself makeup wise is to find the perfect nude lipstick, which is impossible because nude lipstick means something different to me than to manufacturers than to the next girl. So yeah, I can tell you about like lip balm. I love Corez. That's a Greek brand. They make these cute little, so the most unsanitary way to have a lip balm, but like the little ones that come in like a, like a pot that you have mm-hmm. to twist a lid off of. They're, they're called lip butters. And I discovered this years ago, actually in a, in a Greek airport. I think it's Ephiamopoulos Airport. That's their national airport. Um, Damn, you so fancy. I know, I'm good like that. When I used to travel, now I travel <laughs> to the kitchen. <laughs> that far? Damn. <laughs> Um, I do the lip pot. I do the Carmax lip pot. Yeah, we all do. What are you going to do? It's gross, but... And people, we when all. they see it, they're like, ah! <laughs> I'm not going to borrow any lip chap from you. <laughs> no. Heads up, pet peeve. I love when people call lip balm lip chap, as if I'm giving you the stuff to chap up your lips. What the heck? I was literally about to say, you call it lip chap too? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Cool, whatever. <laughs> Um, give me your three must-haves in your beauty bag at all time. All a brow times. pencil, because because I'm getting older and they're not coming back. So a brow pencil. Brow pencil. Yeah. Um, I like me uh, some mascara. If it's not anything else for my eyes, I do have slightly smaller, slightly askew, asymmetrical Shannon Doherty-esque eyes. So I like at least to try to do something with some mascara. Um, and my new favorite thing is actually a cream bronzer because uh, it can act like a touch of color to the face, right? Which means to me, it replaces blush. Um, I'm generally, I don't wear foundation, so I'm a-okay with my skin just being my skin, but having a little bit of color on the cheek. And then because it's cream, if I dab a little bit on my lip, it kind of like mutes out the pink in my lip tone, which to me is closer to a nude lip. So nice and easy. Yeah, brows, lashes, bronzer. Oh, the three B's. B, B, B's. Except lashes is uh, L. So. Where the fuck did I get that second B from? I don't know. That's embarrassing. I'm going to cut that part out. <laughs> In my intro for this episode, I listed all the things that I've done to my person over the years, yeah. which has included like bleached hair, skinny eyebrows, uh, a nose ring, because I count that towards. Oh, me too. And such. Yeah. Um, I've tried to cut off lash extensions. That's fun. That's smart. You know, they looked yeah. great, let me tell you. Uh-huh. Um, but I think bleaching my hair was probably the worst thing. I, I couldn't did. agree more. Yeah. Because it burned, my hair broke. It just looked atrocious. I don't have the skin tone. And I was going for like a white blonde and I got like an 
orangey yellow. Mm-hmm. It was hideous. What's the worst thing you've done to yourself? I would say the exact same thing. Yeah. So I started to go gray at like 22, 23. Um, and back then it was like, <gasps> so yeah, to cover it up, it was like, this is terrifying. Oh my God. Um, enter age 32 or 31, something like that. I have this streak in the front that I would have to like paint every two weeks because it was right in the front. So I looked like I had a bald spot from far away just on my front. So I was like, oh, which do I keep on coloring? I'm getting so tired of this. So I went to someone and had them bleach out just that strip. And at first I thought I was the smartest person in the world. Um, four hours spent in that chair to then walk away with three days later. Yeah, it broke in half. Like nice. the hair just was dead. It was like, no thanks, you can't do that to me. Um, and then fast forward the next three, four years, figuring out how do I possibly transition my 50% gray hair on a head of naturally black hair to blend in? Heads up, the answer is you don't. It, never, it doesn't work. It's not going to happen. For, I have so many people on Instagram who reach out and slide into my DMs and they're like, Bahar, how do you do it? It just looks so good. And I'm like, that's because you can't really see it because it doesn't look good because I've attempted to do highlights, lowlights, toning, bleaching, color wash, in salon, out of salon. My hair is fried, dead, angry, and sad. So my pandemic uh, resolution, which I think we should all have some, um, was to actually just stop. I'm not doing anything related to color at all uh, anymore. So even if it's trying to lighten up the already light pieces to gray, I'm just like, forget it or curse word it. It's fine. I'm just going to continue on this way and field all of the interesting things that people have to say about my hair right now. It looks gorgeous. Oh, you're kind. Cause uh, it looks so beautiful. I've heard other people say other things directly to my face. Oh, they're dipshits. That's okay. No, it's okay. Everyone has their opinion. That's cool. What are you going to do? Yeah. I don't know what it is about bleaching hair that just, it seems like the best idea. At the time, it's, oh my God, and you will be convinced by a hairstylist. Most, yeah. most hairstylists will be like, yes, because you are sitting in my chair and it's going to happen and it's amazing. And then there will be the other stylists who you talk to, who you're not sitting in their chair, you're just having a conversation and they look at you and they're like, no, <laughs> just, nope. just no. Yeah. And you wish you had actually just listened and been like, okay. Instead you're like, no, it's going to be great when you explain why your hair looks the way it looks to them yeah. later on. Yeah. I had one really nice hairdresser who finally was the only one who told me when I brought her a picture of Rihanna with her <laughs> pixie cut, she was like, okay, but you know that you and Rihanna have very different hair textures, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, cause hers is dark and mine is dark. And she has like a piece in the front and it's just straight. And my hair is pretty straight. And she's like, okay, so let me explain centuries of history to you. Mm-hmm. That and we'll end up in why Rihanna has different hair texture than you. <laughs> and she's like, I can I can cut it. It's not gonna look the same. Yeah. And you might have cried. That's really nice. I'm glad that you had someone to say no. No. Yeah, exactly. So we finally settled on Victoria Beckham because she was like, you know, she's got pretty limp hair. This'll be easier. 
That's amazing. That's yeah. good. That's actually what you should, when it comes to the celebrity look, you might be trying to emulate or the thing that you're like, that looks so good. Yeah. Look for someone who has the exact same hair texture as yours in real life and also factor in, do they have someone doing their hair every few days anyways? Every day. I will <laughs> say one of my favorite bleach jobs that happened to my head was again in high school. Cause that's, I feel like that's when I was in high school, that was just when everybody was bleaching their hair. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, and Christina Aguilera came out with her dirty phase and she had the black underneath and the blonde on top. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like super out of the box Bahar <laughs> and I kept my dark hair on top and I did a chunk of blonde. I love it. Underneath. And it actually came out like a nice blonde and it would look amazing when I had my hair up in a ponytail because I, I would just have this super thick streak. Cool. And then I went swimming in somebody's chlorinated pool and it turned bright green. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yep. Never got it back. Went to bleach it. Broke. So I had those. I could have used. You went I, to bleach that same bleach area again because it was green? Yes. Obviously, oh, Bahar. I'm, I'm, I think I did yes. it at home, actually. Oh, I'm so sorry. And then it broke in half. And of course, the piece that's right at the back is your longest piece. Yeah. So when my hair was in a ponytail, it was all falling down. And I could have used my jizzy finishing <laughs> hair cream. You could have. And we have come it's full circle. <laughs> Back to my jizzy hair cream. <laughs> well played. Thank you. I think we should end it there. Yeah, that's, that's, I think jizz is a good place to end on. Yep. Isn't it always? <laughs> <laughs> so inappropriate. <laughs> That's, this is going to be the lead off quote for this, this podcast. Please no. Thank you, Bahar. Thank you for the, oh for the quote of the, of the podcast. Oh Lord. You're so welcome. That's, that's what I'm here for, for the magic moments. Naya Mincinide? That was so close. Naya Cinemide. But that was Naya so close. Naya Cinemide. Bang. Naya nice. Cinemide. Nice. You said it. Nice. You said it a little bit before, and I was like trying. I was like, okay, Naya, and then sin like cinnamon. Yes, Just, you got to keep it in your head because I wanted I to impress you. I am and impressed. I no, by the end of this podcast, you will get Naya cinnamide right. Naya cinnamide. Well done. Naya cinnamide. Say it fun. <laughs> no Zed. There's no Zed in there, you dum dums. <laughs> well, that was this episode with Bahar, beauty expert. I have decided, and. Uh -huh. You can catch her on CityLine all the time talking about beauty products. Shout out where to follow you, Bahar. Oh, on Instagram. And God bless, there are people who keep subscribing to my YouTube channel, but I don't do anything there. So keep subscribing until I decide maybe I should speak to you all. That's okay. I keep joking about actually starting a YouTube channel for this now that I have video, but. Oh, I love it. Well, you, you've got the content. You might as well. I mean, people need to see these freaking eyelashes that I cannot wait to rip off my face. Yeah, I agree. Please don't rip them off. They're, they're really good. I'll do it gently, but I have they're tickling the inside of my <laughs> eyes and it's driving me nuts. You really have to cut these to fit your eyes, honey. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to look good. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to cut them all off and it's gonna they're going to be shorter than my actual lashes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on, Bahar. Thank you for having me. This was super fun. And I'm, again, super excited for this podcast adventure that you started for yourself. It's actually very cool. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. 
Thank you. I I was playing with it because there's just so many podcasts out there. But then someone told me, like, would you say that if you said, like, I want to write a book? Ah, there's so many books out there. We don't need another. That's such a good analogy. I love it. I'm starting a podcast tomorrow. Yep, me too. Yeah, same. (laughs) Don't, please don't start a beauty podcast because you'll just, you'll trample all over this episode. (laughs) No, no, I'll keep it to things I know about, like science. Start a beauty line. Sure. Bahar's beauty. Beautiful Bahar. Let's stop. Let's let's end this podcast here. Yeah. That's the end of the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Catch you later.